Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaikul. As President Joe Biden continues to fight high gas prices and high inflation rates, he has left one important political group divided and discouraged. Green groups and environmental activists feel like there's a small window of action when Congress returns from recess. And if there isn't movement here in the next few weeks, it's a disaster. And Biden will not be able to do what he said he was going to do. Now, what Biden said he was going to do was pass major climate and clean energy legislation. But that hasn't been easy. Build Back Better fell apart just months ago, the war in Ukraine began, Republicans aren't eager to help, and midterm elections are coming up. So today, Politico's Josh Siegel and I talk about one very important question. Greens are asking themselves, has the moment passed to get major climate legislation done under Biden this Congress? It's Thursday, April 14th. So if you're an environmental activist right now, you're in a tough spot. You look back to a year ago, they were ecstatic when President Biden was touting climate change as one of the top four issues for his administration. And now it's not that it's slipped off the agenda entirely, but really their main preoccupation right now for very political reasons is taming inflation, finding an end to this war, which means helping Europe get off Russian gas. So that means boosting U.S. natural gas exports to help bring down prices. So for some climate activists, these efforts combined, they say, are undermining the ultimate goal that they have to move off fossil fuels. And most urgently, I mean, incompatible with kind of the UN, the United Nations scientific body put out a report just recently and said, we need to be peaking emissions by 2025. And Climate activists are saying it's just not compatible the way that the administration is promoting these kind of short-term efforts to prop up fossil fuels. Yeah, and you're also reporting that Greens are not only discouraged, but also divided. What are climate advocates who understand the political reality of these moves from President Joe Biden, what are they saying? Yeah, you know, as you said, I would not say all climate activists are in the same camp here because you do have some groups who might be closer to the White House. And they're saying that, look, I mean, Biden's emphasis on taming gasoline prices and pocketbook issues makes sense. It makes political sense. Poll after poll is showing that's the number one concern of the American people. Is this cost to families and and energy being a big part of that? And remember, we're in a midterm election year and Democrats need to maintain power in Congress if Congress is to really advance anything significant on climate. So you don't want to ignore the inflation issue, the concern around energy prices, because you you could lose Congress and then that would be the end of the window for climate activists to address climate because Republicans aren't as invested in it. Right. And you mentioned the broader context of all of this, that the midterms are coming up, Democrats could potentially lose the House. Is there any optimism amongst Greens and progressives that major legislative climate action can still actually get done? Yeah, there is. I think that was something that 
I heard across the board is that there's a feeling that there is a window of action when Congress returns from this two-week recess for Easter. They come back and that there's a time here before maybe July 4th. And what encourages climate activists, again, as we've discussed, is Senator Joe Manchin, of course, being the centrist holdout vote. He has kind of reopened the door to a smaller reconciliation package, offering this framework that would maintain these aggressive tax breaks, pushing a a number of clean energy technologies, and of course, traditional renewable energy. So even if there are things that might have to be done in the short term to boost fossil fuels, even progressives in Congress are saying, hey, like, we whatever we have to do to reach a deal, let's do it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people are kind of holding their breath and seeing how the Senate, how Biden engages on reconciliation when uh, Congress returns. Right. And kind of looking back here, Biden was elected partly by promising aggressive climate action. Circumstances have obviously changed. Inflation is the biggest voter concern, as you mentioned. Did the Greens you spoke with indicate if they still feel like Biden himself has a political mandate to deliver on his climate agenda? Yeah, no, the the activists who I spoke with do think that that mandate still exists, despite the fact that priorities of voters might not be what they were back when Biden did run on a very aggressive platform. And of course, that wasn't the dominant issue that won him the election or the Democratic primary, but it was a motivating issue, especially for young climate activists who who don't always come out to vote and kind of need to be inspired. And yeah, you know, just one data point, you know, the League of Conservation Voters Victory Fund and the Natural Resources Defense Council Action, a pair of political action committees for two environmental groups, they're saying that that they are getting more donations from climate-inclined donors to federal and state candidates this election cycle compared to 2020 and 2018. So they're saying that that interest is still there, but everyone agrees who I spoke with that it's really going to come down to, can they get something done in Congress via reconciliation? And that if they don't, that Biden will feel a huge reduction in in turnout from voters who really care about these issues. Also, oil companies received a record high number of permits last month to drill in the oil-rich Permian Basin areas of Texas and New Mexico. And according to industry analysts from Rystad Energy on Wednesday, that's a sign that U.S. crude output is likely to surge. For context, the Permian Basin area currently supplies more than 5 million barrels per day, or more than 40% of total U.S. production. Now, while it's unclear when companies will begin drilling using these new permits, the anticipated increase in production could ease the oil supply disruptions that have caused fuel prices to spike in recent months, while also providing President Joe Biden another way to fight high inflation rates. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations because it's only human to help power a brighter future.
Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.